Welcome to What's Poppin' episode 6. This is going to be a special episode of What's Poppin' today. We've got Halloween, and we're this. so this is going to be a Halloween special episode. We're going to talk about our favorite horror movies, going to go over some of our favorite horror games. Um, a lot of different things on this episode today, because we've got probably one of my favorite holidays coming up. Alright, I hope all of you are excited for trick-or-treating. And again, I'm your host, Mason Howard. I've got with me... Christian and Andy. Alrighty, guys, let's get started. So let's talk about let's go over movies first. What are some of y'all's favorite horror movies? Mm, if we're talking about like you know science fiction horror, I'm talking about The Thing from 1982, directed by John Carpenter, mm-hmm. which is based on a book by John W. Campbell, Who Goes to, which is a remake. So I love watching that movie because everything, the characters, the atmosphere, the practical effects. Everything works, even the jump scares. And I'm very picky with my jump scares. Give and, us some plot. Um, it's been so, a long, it's been it, long enough time. Okay, these it takes place older. in eight, 1982, Antarctica. Just Norwegian, like you know, scientists. Like they find like this, the star coming, all that stuff. And then I can't remember which language, like you know, try to shoot it. But spoilers, if you haven't seen the movie. The dog's not a regular dog. It comes into this thing that doesn't have a normal form, and it just takes over, makes the people nuts. Mm-hmm. As Kurt Douglas, uh, no, Kurt Russell, a lot of famous people, and everyone goes insane. Only two people are left, and has a very confusing ending. I've seen it 15 times. I understand it, but I don't want to get in that. Because we have a lot of other stuff to talk about today. <laughs> All right, Andy, give us some one of your favorite horror. One movies. of my favorites is probably my first horror-related movie, and that would be Gremlins. It's <laughs> a good know, one. It's a pretty it's classic a, one. Yeah. And I just remember, you know, around Halloween, I sat there with my dad. We watched it. It was a great memory. And uh, if you want me to go Produced in depth, by with the yeah, plot, just a little Gremlins. bit. Um, basically, from what I remember, I, was, I also have it pulled up here just in case I miss anything. Um, a guy goes out to buy a gift for his son, something really special, and he finds this gremlin. And, you know, <laughs> he sees it, and, you know, yeah, they're nice and cuddly. Like, I wish I had a gremlin, but then, you know, he gets Nighttime. warned, don't feed it past 12 or past midnight. And then yeah, like there's a lot party, of, party, like, party. I remember watching that movie. There's a lot of, qual- right. like, um, certain limitations you can have. The gremlin can't be exposed to direct sunlight. Right. Uh, UV light, like, kills it. Um, water, water makes it but reproduce. They like to party, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then don't feed it past midnight, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, being an adolescent, being a stupid kid, he feeds it past midnight because it looks hungry. <laughs> so and like, it looks you know. desperate. Mm-hmm. And then we get you know, gremlins just yeah. everywhere around this house. Yep. Hey, the and sequel is underrated. If you've seen it, it's 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 pretty good. If you yeah. think, I mean, you know, which is surprising because sequels usually don't. Yeah, whole sequels are very right. divisive. Right. Audiences. Yep. So. So for me, probably I'm just gonna go right into it. So one of my favorite horror movies is Alien. We've had multiple Alien movies: Alien versus Predator. We've had Aliens. the new Alien Covenant movie. Alien Covenant was probably my favorite out of the trilogy. I liked the Queen and Alien Three. I liked all of that, but um, Alien Covenant just was. It was dark. It wasn't necessarily like horror. You kind of expected a couple of the jump scares, but the plot itself was like, "Where is this going? What is what's going on? Why is this 
new person here why why are they going like it's just it was basically a remake of the first alien yes. except it's new crew new like new goal pretty much like they're still going to find another planet but they fi- it's no chest busting soon right it's just <laughs> they find this civilization on a new planet that they think is habitable and then they find out that this whole civilization was basically destroyed by the alien life there and then they f- they got to leave and then they find out they got but by then it's obviously too late aliens yeah. have spawned yeah that's like people. the original one. It- and the ending of that movie is so dark it's so evil and you're just that. like <laughs> this, you you wish you wish like at the end of the movie like you wish you thought they'd spoiler alert everyone dies sorry yeah. it's just the way it goes there are no survivors this time but no, uh, you Ellen wish that you think at the end of the movie you think everyone survives you think one person is gonna make it you think the main cast has done it but then you get that that twist and you're just like this is dark and evil so I would recommend Alien Covenant for it's all a good of you sequel. who have I watched like Alien or like those and oh, haven't seen it yet. It's really good. Yeah. Christian, give us another. Okay. For another one, I went Slasher and one of my personal favorite films of all time, Psycho. This movie is so influential. Without this movie, there is no Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. There's no Halloween. So if you haven't known the plot which you should. Janet Lee plays Marion Crane, and she's trying to get on the run. Like, she sold money from her boss, all that stuff. Meeting her boyfriend in, I think it's Phoenix? Yeah. And she meets Norman Bates at this hotel. 12 cabins and 12 acres <laughs> and all that stuff. And halfway through, like, the first half, you think it's just going to be a basic... Like, she, is she going to get away with money? Mm-hmm. And then you get the shower scene. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> and she does, and you're like, who has the balls to kill the lead mm-hmm. star in middle of the film? But Alfred, Hitch- Alfred Hitchcock had the guts. And and some people were divisive with the rest of the film, but I, I think everything but the ending, what I mean by that is, like, when the doctor, like, you know, tells, like, you know, everyone who, what Norman Bates was, all that stuff. I hate that. I wish they <laughs> cut it out, but 1960, that was a different time. Right. But then we got some of the most creepy imagery. Mm. If you haven't seen it, it's one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> so check it out if you're a big slasher film or fan or horror film fanatic. Watch it. <laughs> Not the color version. The 1961 in black and white. That's the one I recommend. All right. Andy, give us your second pick. In my second place spot, uh, I have Wait Until Dark, uh, which is a movie that I've actually noticed not a lot of people have watched, but it's pretty good. If you want to look at the uh, plot here, there you go. I was going to check it out. It's about this character uh, that we that's introduced. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, it, it's about this character that's introduced uh, near the beginning of the movie. Uh, his name's Sam oh, Hendricks. Oh, Young. I know that. Right. Throughout and he brings home this doll. Uh, which he thinks is just a normal doll uh, until we n- notice, you know, like, there's drugs. There's a, <laughs> there's a ton of drugs in this doll. And these two guys find out that um, 
Oh, you know what? I should probably point out. Uh, Sam Hendricks is married to um, this girl who is blind, right? Correct. Yes, she's blind. And so one day, he goes to work, uh, and he's a photographer. So he's in the studio, and these two kind of stalkery-ish guys uh, pull up in a van. They're watching the house, and they find out that uh, the woman who lives in that house is blind. Uh, so is you know, this all hep- Audrey Hepburn. Uh, yeah, I think so. I can search up the cast right now. Um, yes, Audrey Hepburn. Oh, she's and one of my favorites. <laughs> she's blind. All that stuff. Right, and you know, I just—it was such a good movie because of how. I mean, there was there was like I think like one or two jump scares. That yes, but they were, were perfectly build. timed. Yes, perfect. That's what the thing too. And um, I feel like Audrey Hepburn, right? She played that blind part perfectly for someone who can see you know yes. so that's one um, of the difficult things as an actress right exactly um, or actor and so basically these two guys they come into the home uh audrey hepburn uh successfully kills one of them but the other one the uh kind of uh, uh mastermind of it yes. all they fight for like a little while it's all dark and um that darkness, like in, it's in the title. Wait until dark. The yeah. darkness really also plays a big role, and yeah, that's it, one darkness of the plays a big role in all horror movies, but especially in this one. Yes, because it goes and with the plot. And exactly right, and I just think it was a perfectly just well-made movie, and um, yeah, it's a masterpiece. Yes, it is. Okay, so for me, one of my favorite, one of my other favorite horror movies is gonna be a classic, um, the original Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees. I personally like the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I know they're generic. I know it's just a bunch of like poorly timed and like uh, not necessarily poorly timed. They're not trying but, like, to be critical hits. They're, they're not. They're no, not. They're just, they, trying, they're just to trying to make. It's just a stupid, you shouldn't make this dumb move horror movie, but I like it. And I think Jason Voorhees yeah, is, that's ter- one that is I terrifying. I really do. He's like, I had nightmares about Jason for like three years. <laughs> yeah. It was terrifying. I used to hate him as a kid, but now I actually Of course kinda, you did. If you have nightmares no, no, no. about somebody, <laughs> no, I hate them how they were made. <laughs> but when you get older, you start appreciating yeah, They're not yeah. supposed to be taken serious. They're just to me. Like, just play with your expectations. Yeah. They're not for critical. Who cares? And one of my favorite movies that they made was um, Freddy vs. Jason. That was Freddy actually Krueger really Freddy vs. Jason fun. Voorhees was a great fight, was a great horror movie, because it's these two significant horror stars, these killers that just go all out trying to not only kill these kids, but trying to kill each kill other. Each other. And Freddy Krueger can go inside the mind, and he doesn't even have to be present in the physical world. And Jason is just immortal. He can't (laughs) die. No, Jason's unkillable. Yeah, Michael Myers. (laughs) Right. It was just... I just love those movies. Not for the stupidity that they were, but just the... the characters that were played in those movies. Kevin really Bacon was in one of them. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. I don't talk it, about it. <laughs> he gets cut in the neck and right. yeah. he dies. Pretty early. Yes. So, but he can I don't consider him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're good. All right, number three. Okay, for my number three, I went with a fairly well-known movie that still gets me to creeps, and it has one of my favorite parts ever. Mm-hmm. Rosemary's Baby, directed by Roman Polanski, and saws Mia Farrow. If you haven't seen it, 
what are you doing? <laughs> and some people just don't like Roman Polanski for what he did mm-hmm. and know him for his wife's motive. But if you don't know the story, a young wife and her husband who's an actor, like, you know, move into this apartment, the neighbor, probably, what's his name? Ruth Gordon, like, you know, it just comes by creepily and, like, she, so her husband still sells her for his success in the business world as an actor. And if you haven't seen the, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it a little more. <laughs> and at the end, like, you know, that twist always gets me, no matter what. I've seen it maybe t- 10 times. It still gets me. What have you done with its ass? <laughs> and I like that one Polanski doesn't show us what it looks like. Play with it and a beauty. Just, mm-hmm. is it really the devil's baby, or is it just a deformed baby that we don't want to look at? And there's no job skills. It's more realistic horror. Mm-hmm. This is why I did it last, because I wanted to get the ones I think were important. But Rosemary's Baby is more a personal, like, you know, horror, like, in our lives. If I went out and talking about this kind of horror, it would take an hour. But <laughs> I'll say it's very creepy with the right. tone. Won a couple of, won two cat. Uh, two Academy Awards and one nomination for Roman Polanski but mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it I highly recommend it check it out if you're fine with a good plot twist and creepy narrative and that's it what are you going to talk about uh, my number three spot is okay it's not my number three movie I just really need to talk about this it's on Netflix we do got to talk about a bad one right it's and called Hush and the reason I don't like this movie is because it it was so repetitive. It was about this uh, serial killer, practically, who, um, okay, so there's the main character and a side character who live in the woods. Uh, the side character is a neighbor with the main character, and just a coincidence, <laughs> the main character is deaf and blind. Or not blind, just deaf. And um, what happens is the next door neighbor gets brutally murdered. I don't agree with the way she was killed, but you know, yeah. it happens. And um, the main character's there, but because she's deaf, she doesn't hear it. And because she doesn't hear it, I guess she doesn't acknowledge that anything's happening, so she doesn't even see it. Even though there's a glass door, her friend is getting murdered on this glass door, she can't, and she's just cooking. Um, and so afterwards, you know, the serial killer finds out, like, wait, you can't see me, you can't hear, not see, but, like, you can't hear me, like, what's going on? Um, and so... He now wants to kill um, the main character. Uh, And what I don't like about that is he didn't have to. You know, a serial killer, if you didn't see it, why are you doing it? You know, like, it it didn't make any sense. But on top of that, it was just a cat and mouse movie. That's all it was. No horror. There was no horror. It was just literally she was... No suspense or anything. Exactly. She was in there waiting in the house. All the doors were locked. He could have shattered the glass at any moment, but didn't, so maybe he was just trying to torment the main character. I don't know. But... Like a siege. Exactly. But that's not horror. It's not. That's just a wait out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. If anything, it's more of a thriller, but it was categorized under horror, and I did not agree with that whatsoever. So, you know, the movie keeps on going on, and it's, oh my God, she's leaving the house. Oh my God, he's coming. She runs back in the house. Doors are locked. That happened like six times. And that made the movie so repetitive, redundant, just annoying. And um, that is why it's not in my top three spot. It's much lower, but I just needed to talk about it. Top fifty, probably. Top fifty, probably. Yeah. 
All right, for me, so we've gone into horror and we've gone into jump scares and we've gone into all that stuff. For my t- for my um number one pick, this is actually my yeah, number we one pick. <laughs> so um I went backwards. I went three, two, and one. I like Al- Alien was probably my third favorite, and then um Friday the Thirteenth was my second. But I think my favorite horror movie. Not because I liked it, but because it was it genuinely freaked me out. And we're not gonna go deep into this one because the plot is terrifying. Yes. <laughs> but um Children of the Corn. Yes. Children of the Corn that is was such a terrifying movie. movie that just freaked me out. That gave that me more film. nightmares than Freddie and Jason combined. I that, think that that's not that an easy movie's movie to watch. plot was the plot of that movie was so well written, and I applaud. It was Stephen King, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, it was oh Steve, wait, yes, it is. Yeah, it was Stephen King. I applaud him for being able to write that kind of masterpiece. However, is... however terrifying it was, it was it was golden for the horror, the horror genre. Yeah, and it's just so. I think it inspired a so lot good. of movies yes. that happen now that they make now that take on some aspects of that film. yeah like it just rocked the world the the way people saw terror that's just yeah. something that doesn't happen no the- you move out into the country it's just it's just a dude and his wife right yeah. yeah it's just a dude and his wife and they move out into this old house in the middle of nowhere and they have and then there's these kids that basically worship <laughs> the devil in the form of a corn husk. Yeah. It and sounds ridiculous, but it, it is, works. It is ridiculous, but, but it it's works. just so freaky because of the things that they do and the things it, that they try and do to but the, it's just the main works. characters. It, it, and it's so freaky, but it's so great simple for the premise, genre. Simple premise, but they walked around it and made some really terrifying mm. actually. What's interesting, though, is as of right now, it only has a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Children of the Corn? Children of the Corn. That's because... That's because I probably I think a lot of people were... Mm -hmm. Didn't like the movie because of how terrifying it was. And how... And the the elements of the movie weren't necessarily, like, natural horror and just murder and stuff. It's kind of like... Deep dark, yeah, for, which is ins- honestly unfair. Yeah, because for instance, it should have a high. It should be. Yeah, it really for, should have a higher rating right. instance, because you can't rate a movie. You can't say it's not good because it does something exactly right, okay. and right. you're freaked out. It's by okay that. if I mention a good example. So I talked about the thing earlier. Originally, people hated it because mm. ET came out weeks earlier mm. and said this is too dark. Now we all love it for what it is, <laughs> but. That's why I don't always trust the tomato. Right. Know, I like it. I think it's a really good horror movie. It Rotten did what Tomatoes usually does a good job, but usually. they don't do... <laughs> there um, are some mistakes they do. Yeah. They don't, like like with Children of the Corn, they don't read into the fact that this did right. They follow what people said instead of... It's also hard to yeah. rate horror because of how many... Because of how many people just have so like large opinions That's about it. That's the same it. with comedy, if you right, know that. Right, right. It's like with classic um, rock and roll music. Yes. Rock and roll music, I mean, it wasn't even bad. People just were like, oh, this is devil worship music because it's like fast playing guitars, like hard music that's like 
lyrics. Like, think of Motley Crue in their early days. Yes. Like, um, a shout at the devil. That was like yes, they that brought, was that was the first song on an album, and then the rest of the song was just like the rest of the album was just. I mean, it was practically just love ballads, but they've had that song first because they wanted to catch people's attention. Yeah. They didn't do it because they were trying to inspire dark arts or anything no, like that. Not they were just course. trying to them. get people into the music and what they were trying and get people to listen. Yeah, to you them had to grab them and because it was a rebellious phase. But back to horror. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so that's nine movies right there. Yes. Does anybody have one more movie that um, we can go over for a top one that I, And then we can I, do some honorable mentions. I got one that I, I'm i going to go with another slash. I was going to do Shining, but I, I got to go with The Exorcist from 1973. That's mm. a good one. That one always gives me nightmares for weeks in <laughs> the best way. The way it's shot, how women freaking did, all that stuff. The practical effects, the makeup, the characters. But it's only 15% horror. Like, you know, horror, horror. And then you got realistic horror. It's more about a story of, like, you know, a man struggling with his own, you know, demons and all that stuff. When the devil stuff comes, you actually care about... I think it's Father Harris or whatever. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Uh, what? Let me look at it. But, <sighs> all right, so let's go over the movies that we've listed. So we've got... Um, the Thing. The Thing. We've got Friday the 13th. We've got Alien. We've got Gremlins. We've got... Uh, Wait Until Dark. Wait Until Dark. Psycho. And I got, like, Rosemary's Baby on mm-hmm. there. Uh, Children of the Corn. I think that's everything, right? Yeah, I hush. think. Okay, yeah. so that and Hush yeah. and Hush. Right. So the those are our one. ten. Let's go over a few honorable mentions. Um, I think a couple of ones that we didn't talk about because these movies are we can't really talk about them on the podcast. One of them is like we can mention it. It's like Human Centipede was a good uh, one. Can, can I use Hellraiser as an example as an honorable yeah. mention? Yeah. Is that one I can't even come close? Yeah. We these movies these are good ones these are really good movies but we gotta overall, keep it clean but we can't like we can't bring them into the podcast and go into them in depth yes. because of how like I want to say well they do the horror genre in these movies uh, and just you can't talk about yeah, it because right. it's too much. Um, I want to I want to um, mention a few movies that aren't necessarily horror movies. They're yeah. more kind of thrillers, adventures. Yeah. But these are good movies to watch during Halloween time, and they are classics that everyone knows and loves. And it's Super Eight and yeah, The Goonies. Good the oh, Goonies I love the is Goonies. a really good Goonies movie to watch during die. Halloween time. Um, and so is Super Eight. Oh. Uh, those are just classics that. You just oh, you can go back and watch them time and time again. It's just, just a bunch of friends just trying going to find out, the, trying to find, find treasure, treasure, trying to help. Hey, you got Josh Bourne in that movie, an alien, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got like I can't remember what like the the guy they met like you know, but it's really just people having a good time, and then they find tr- like some scary aspect of something in town, and, and they then found they that have big to. Tr- it's like a mystery movie. Yes. And those are good movies to watch at Halloween oh. also, so I think those are good honorable mentions. Um, all right. So, again, Hush, 
uh, Gremlins, um, Things, Psycho, Wait, wait by the Dark, Wait Until Dark, Wait Until yeah. the Dark, Psycho, Thing, What's My Baby, what was the um, one that you came with for number 10? Oh, The Exorcist. The Exorcist, I Children of the Corn, Alien, and Friday the 13th. Oh. So let's go from worst to best. So 10 being the worst, 1 being the best. <laughs> okay, if we're talking... Hmm. Number 10 well, would be Hush. But uh, <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Right, so then number, number 9. nine. Number nine. What would be number 9? if we do? I think if we're looking in terms of what film has the best in terms of horror, what film does it the best, um, I think for number nine, I would have to put. Um, I think I'd have to put Gremlins in that spot. Yeah, that's because it's too not. Much. It doesn't. It is horror, and it does. It, but that's later in the movie. Right. Yes. A little. Most of the movie until like the last. 30, 20, 30 minutes yes, or so is acts. basically just like figuring out what a gremlin is. Mm-hmm. The and then and you even, get into that. Even in the second part where it is kind of horror, the horror isn't that... It's um, not it's that not dark. Horror, horror. Right, it's, it's not, not really it's that not, there's bad. A, there's a yes. funny side to the horror yeah. most of the okay. time. So it's, yeah. So what's so number nine is reasonable. So, so number nine is gremlins. Number yeah. 10 is hush. Okay, eight. Hmm. That's hard. I think in um, the fact that it was the stupidity of like, like this. The I think we can put Friday the Thirteenth okay. at eight spot because it was great. It was a great movie, and that was again, just dumb good horror. It's just dumb horror making mm-hmm. stupid moves and that kind of thing. Yeah, over the top. It doesn't good. do the craziness and the aspects of those no, kinds of no movies tension, that you think. Atmosphere. Yeah, you expect some of the things, but it does. It does the things that it does. In a great way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it tends for. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got ten. That's ten, seven? nine, and eight. We're on seven. Okay, okay seven. Mm. Maybe seven place we wait until dark too, because while it did have pretty solid jump scares and you know it was just a good movie, yeah. it wasn't as much horror as some of these other movies that we have on our list. So okay, yeah. all right. So what do we got so far? We've got. We've got um, Hush at ten, Hush at ten, uh, uh, Gremlins, Gremlins at nine, at nine. Gremlins at nine. And, and then we got Friday the Thirteenth franchise on Friday the Thirteenth at eight, and um, wait until wait until the dark. Yeah. Uh, at seven, so at our number six spot, I can see like. Hmm. I think I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put um. Psycho. That's what I was going to do. I was going to say Psycho is more like a mystery thriller, but with a little horn. Yeah. So that's Which a good spot. Which makes it a good put, since it's a little bit scarier than um. Uh. uh wait, uh, wait until the dark yeah. is at seven, right? Yeah, it's a little bit scarier than that, but it's more of that tension that you feel in terms yeah. of a mystery because you always feel like I don't know this yet. What's gonna happen? Who's you gonna have know. this? You always mm-hmm. s- sit on your edge. You don't know what to expect next mm-hmm. yep. at all. Okay, so that's six. What's the that midterm movie we're at five we need the balance between good and bad we've got alien we've got I'm children of the Qu- I, I don't think alien is that 
I don't think Alien no, is not, put at the no, number five no. spot. Too low for the edge. Yeah. <laughs> what was your? I think I put Rosemary's Baby probably at five because right. it's more realistic instead of like killing. It's more personal. Hmm. It's more realif- realistic. So I'm gonna put at five. What do you think? Because that's what I, I think. That's a good pick. Yeah. Okay, for four. I think that's good. I think if we're gonna put four there, I think we can put Alien at four because yeah. it's not that it's science fiction. It's on the <laughs> the more it's on the more leaning towards <sighs> the right side. Right for good horror movie, great jump scares, great um, great like you know, good co- plot, gr- great characters, and just cat, just a great cast. Mm-hmm. It's, and that um, the aspects of the movie that yes. you expect to be in a horror movie—that's what you find yeah, in Alien. You just put some However, it doesn't have it doesn't do those aspects of horror to its ad, to the greatest it advantage. Big. It's good, yeah. but it's not the best. <laughs> now I just remember my favorite scene. Whatever it was, it was big. That's when he <laughs> like saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good spot for Alien. It is. For three, what would be a good spot for three? I think. I can um, put the thing probably. I think thing, thing would be yeah. good for yes. three. Yeah. Because this is more practical and atmospherical. Like, you know, <laughs> you feel like, you know, like you really feel yeah. like you're in Antarctica. Why am I struggling with this? Antarctica <laughs> with these guys. Antarctica, yeah. <laughs> and then you got mm-hmm. Keith, Keith David in his first big movie <laughs> before he did the They Live. <laughs> All right. So that takes the third spot. So we've got two and one. I think for two, I think we're gonna have to put. Um, what was your? What was the tenth movie that we said? Um, I said what the we're Exorcist. We already yeah. Put. Ec- no, we haven't put. Yeah, Exorcist I know. I yet. said we already put that one at in the midterms. No, we didn't put. We haven't done Exorcist yet. Exorcist is still on. Okay. So there's only okay, two yeah, movies, and yeah. I think Exorcist is the number two spot. Yeah. Yes. I think it's yeah. gotta. I think it's got that aspect of horror where you're just like, this is gorgeous. Yes. This is amazing. This is going to give me, this is going to freak yes, me how out it's for a shot, month. Everything. I'm sure. not going to be able to sleep. I'm going to have insomnia for weeks. <laughs> this it, is, have you seen the documentary behind the scenes? All that stuff? Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's insane well, what they do. Well, you're freaking shooting a gun and like, you know. <laughs> but they do amazing things with the You know, the that's exorcist. based on a book. If, have yeah. you ever read the book? No, mm-hmm. it's really good. The writer who wrote it wrote the screenplay and produced the movie. Mm-hmm. So well made. It feels like a Doc Mary, and that's good for William Friedkin. It, he was in Do- Doc Mary's before he got in the film, and that's one of the reasons why. What's his name? Uh, Braddy, like. But whatever, he is one of the most underrated whole writers that we don't talk about. He's a really good writer. Check out the book mm-hmm. if you haven't read it. All right. That just leaves our number one pick, and that we've narrowed it down, and uh, obviously now that it's the only one left, it's got to be Children of the Corn. Yeah. Stephen King just wrote that. It was a book before it was a movie. Yes. And the way Stephen King writes is he just Some people are not he wants agree, to terrify his readers. He wants them yeah, to be scared like of the Carrie. characters that he's writing. He thinks he wants them to think they're going to pop out of the book and just come get to at life. them mm-hmm. and Why? that's exactly what the movie does yes. the movie right. makes you think that these children are gonna come at you and they're gonna come for yes. you as well after right. they're done with the with the husband and his wife yeah it just 
it makes you look in your closet every night that you go to sleep. Oh it's going to make you, That's the same with culture crazy. guys. It's just that the way that movie was filmed was if you want like the debate between what's better, a book or a movie has been going on for yes. f- for as long as movies have been around. Yes. But if you want a book that's just as good as the movie, or in this case, a movie that's just as good as the book, Children of the Corn, in terms it's of horror there. genre, it's, is going to be the way to go. Yeah, that's you're going to find all of the aspects and creativity of the book that you that are, and those are in the movie, and you can't deny that that aspect of horror is just so important to a reader yes. or to a viewer. Yeah, with any whole wide uh, reader really wants it. If you want to do, some people will not agree, but I think it's a good spot for children in the corner. If you think about it. All right, guys, we've gone a little over time today, but I hope you guys <laughs> think we did good with our reviews. And if you have any personal opinions, try and make your own top ten. See what you can find in terms of good horror movies and what you think is good. And remember, Halloween is coming up, so make sure you at least get to watch one of your favorites, <laughs> The Night of All Hallows Eve. All right, guys, that's <laughs> gonna be what's popping episode six for our special Halloween episode. See you guys later.